Welcome to Gratitude Space Radio. I'm your host, Chris Palmore, founder of GratitudeSpace.com. My sincere thanks for listening, subscribing, and rating this podcast. So, Adam, welcome to Gratitude Space. Hi. Thank you for having me. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for being here. I really appreciate you taking the time today. Uh, could you uh, could you tell the people a little bit about yourself before we get started? So, um, my in my professional life, I am a doctor of acupuncture. Um, I've been in practice for about seven years now, and I just finished my doctorate degree. Um, I have some articles that are possibly going to be published, so that's very good news for me. Um, I specialize in reproductive health and um, primarily uh, pregnancy, uh, fertility, pregnancy, labor, delivery, and postpartum care is the window that I really enjoy working with. Um, yeah. Excellent. Thank you. I'm learning more about you. That's wonderful. I, I kind of went in this blind, but I just knew, I just knew that it was good, you know, uh, we, we have a mutual friend that recommended you and that was for me was a green light to, you know, like I said before, was, uh, was all I needed to know to know I wanted to talk to you. Uh, so Adam, what, uh, just simplistically, like what does, you know, being grateful mean to you or what does gratitude mean to you just uh, personally? So for me personally, gratitude is, is about um, recognizing what's going well in my life. It's, it's having that, um, not only having the grace for my mistakes along the way, but also being grateful for what I do have. Um, there have been times in my life where, where um, it's always doom and gloom. I'm always looking at, oh, everything's just bad. It's just a mess. And as I've gotten older and as I've grown spiritually and academically and professionally and personally, is I realize that, um, I can recognize when I'm I'm in that kind of doom and gloom and I can see and kind of like go, well, these things are really going great. <laughs> like these are all the great things going in my life. So it's being grateful for those things. Right. It's being able to realize that you, it's, it's like knowing, <clears throat> it's like knowing that space is there to be able to shift your attention, right? That you're just right. uh, wonderful. Yeah. That's uh, that's a good, uh, that's a totally good lesson and a good, good trick to the uh, trigger for the mind, uh, just to know pe people just to know they can do that, you know, that they can refocus, that they have the control to refocus their minds. They can, re they can refocus and go deeper into whatever that bad thing is, or they can just take a moment and go, okay, well, this is over here for a second, uh, you know, uh, take a breath and step take, away from something mentally. Um, it's a step, powerful step away from the details thing. and look at the big picture. <laughs> Right, exactly, because yeah, it's in those little details we get lost and we get caught up in. Where uh, it's the yeah, it's the it's the big the big picture. In this moment, could you share with us uh, just three random things you're grateful for? That would be my partner, um, my very uh, supportive spiritual community, and the sisters. Awesome, and we're going to talk about the sisters here shortly. Um, I've got a uh, it's a little it's a little bit of a gratitude experiment. Um, I'm gonna basically, I'm gonna ask you a question and don't answer me until I say, give me the answer, okay? It's just, I, I'm trying to get, I'm basically trying to get a layered thing going here. So when you hear the words, somebody in my life that I'm grateful for, who comes to mind? Don't tell me. 
You have somebody? Okay. We're going to do that again. I want to, I'm going to ask you the question again. Okay. So who in your life are you grateful for? Who, and then who you have, this is like a second layer. So who came in your mind now? Don't tell me. Okay. And now we're going one more time. Who in your life are you grateful for and why? And I want you to get that person in your mind. And the only reason I'm asking that is because most people have their go-tos and there's nothing wrong with that whatsoever. Mm -hmm. uh, and there's definitely nothing about an order. It's just who comes in your mind. I'm just curious who the third person was to pop up. It was my partner all three times. Okay, well, there you go. Okay, well then tell, I, you already spoke a little bit about your partner, but give, uh, go ahead and lay it on, man. What, uh, what are you so grateful, what, what are some of the qualities about your partner that you just love? Uh, my partner is, uh, so I am uh, a healer by trade. So I, I get very much into my healing modalities. Um, I can be like a whirlwind of, of things I want to do. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, I can also be like, oh, I need this and I need this and I need this. And I really don't need all those things. <laughs> my partner is, uh, brings me that stability. Um, my partner has been supportive in my educational endeavors. Um, he's been present um, for me to complete a second master's degree and a doctoral degree. So um, having that kind of support and, and just, you know, the ability to, it's taken me, it's taken time, but even just me being willing to, to be open about, hey, I'm feeling this way and I don't know why I'm feeling this way and just being able to talk it out. Um, we're in the middle of a pandemic right now. And, um, and that has been like one of the things that I am so happy about is that I ha I live with someone that I care about and I get along with. And we are both experiencing things within our families and we're just supporting each other in those, those spaces. Could you, uh, I like, could you tell the people who the Sisters of Protection Indulgence are and what their mission is, and then how you got involved with it? But that's okay. a loaded question. <laughs> so three parts. So the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence are uh, a 21st century order of queer nuns, where they were founded in 1979 in San Francisco um, as a way to um, kind of speak out about the conformity that was happening within the, um, the gay community in the Castro. And um, it grew out of um, that whole kind of political activism. And um, the sisters really kind of built their ministry um, during the AIDS um, epidemic um, by providing um, services and um, helping people um, obtain services and doing fundraising for organizations. And that was the core of their ministry. Um, obviously, has, as HIV has become more treatable um, and even preventable, um, the ministry of the sisters is changing. But the mission has always remained the same. The mission is to promote universal joy and stamp out stigmatic guilt. And, um, and that's uh, definitely something that I, I can relate to. So um, our house, in, I, I'm in Washington, D.C., and our house has a, a thing that we like to raise fun, raise funds, and raise hell. <laughs> how do you, I mean, how, how would you still, I mean, obviously the sisterhood does a lot of things, but how is gratitude part of the sisterhood and, and 
and uh, you know, how have you felt grat felt gratitude in being within the sisterhood? Uh, so one of the but one of the things that I that for me within within our local house, um, mm -hmm. it it was like almost instantly gaining like twenty new friends. Oh wow! Okay. And, and and that's what it was so so like people like for me like people that i may not interact with like like i may not may or may not interact with on in any other realm like all of a sudden we had this one thing in common and um it's so you know it was grateful to be able to talk to them about things um in terms of like social justice or like what how would the sisters handle this or what are your thoughts on x y or z or hey i have this idea for doing this this project what do you think and 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 just being able to to actually put those those ideas into to being like bringing giving birth to i i mean becoming a sister is like giving birth to a whole new persona. So, so now that persona is, is, is evolving and growing at the same time, we're still doing projects to engage our community, to bring joy into the world, to address issues around uh, social justice and stigmatic guilt. So, you know, that's, that's, and bringing those projects and hearing some of the creativity that comes out of, some of um, my sisters is just unbelievably amazing. Throughout life, do you have a story maybe where gratitude became something very real to you or something that something in your past that you look back on with maybe in the moment it wasn't something you thought that was uh, something you'd be grateful for, but something that you that you realized you came to later in life that you appreciated, um, you know, something it could be considered like your gratitude story or just some, you know, or something that you look back on or just a story that encapsulates these elements anything come to mind i know it's a very broad question uh yeah actually something does and it is it's a broad question but i can answer it Excellent. um so many years ago um i was i had finished my undergraduate and i came to washington dc to attend grad school um i was only supposed to be here two years and then i was going home wherever home was at that time um that didn't happen. I didn't finish that grad program. <laughs> I ended up in another grad program and I ended up staying locally. Um, and that was due to this, my, my spiritual community. So um, I, had, I had become a member of a spiritual community here in Washington, DC, and um, it changed the course of my life. Um, I was on track to uh, study education and go that direction, and I left those programs and um, joined an acupuncture program, and it changed the course. Like I said, it changed the course of my life, um, and that was 13 years ago. So... Well, that like, like back then I was like, oh, I'm, I'm leaving. I don't, this is not going to, this is not going to be, you know, I'm going to graduate and I'm going to move on. And that whole thing, I'm very grateful. I'm very grateful that I ended up in Washington, D.C. Because my life would not have, would not be on the track that it's currently on. Right. And you probably never would have met this wonderful man you've been with the last 
wouldn't have met this wonderful man. I wouldn't have met the sister. I wouldn't have met the sisters. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 I, lo I love looking back and seeing. Uh, it's 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 almost there's something I I've been thinking about more lately, which is like it's called a gratitude cube. It's where you take it's where you take initial step, and then you start to see all these branches. You know, like we specifically like what we just talked about, where if you would have left when you did, but you didn't, you stayed. So you, you, you met this wonderful man, you met the sisters, you have all those experience there, you have all these, these, these wonderful things of these moments that you can be grateful for, which when you think about them, all of them, it becomes so much more of a powerful thing for the individual opposed mm -hmm. to just going, I'm grateful for this, very simplistic, I, you know. So it's a, that's a beautiful thing. That's, that's what's so great about looking back and seeing and, and seeing those things and realizing the gratitude you have for not getting what you wanted, <laughs> you know, yep. I, I got, I could talk about that all day long, but I'm not, we're doing interviewing you, you know? <laughs> so, um, what do you, uh, I mean, you obviously go out and going out to sisters and, and sharing love with people and just being open and, and being present for people. What, what do you think are some of the roadblocks that uh, people hit? on the say on the road to being grateful or um loving themselves you know or being open enough to be uh who they are themselves okay themselves uh our culture our society um it's not um there's a lot of struggles in in um there's a lot of shame there's a lot of struggles and a lot of shame so i think um, as a sister, it's that, it's that, it's that guilt. It's the stigmatic guilt gets in the way. Um, humans are not known for adapting. We adapt to change very well when we're ready for it or right. not even when we're ready. We can adapt to change. Let me rephrase yeah. that. We can adapt to change, but a lot of times we just focus on what's not going well and um, rather than what is going well. So what's the, you know, both uh, a coin has two sides. It has, you know, it, there are the pluses and there are the challenges. And right. most people get stuck on looking at the challenges. And I believe that that's um, some issues uh, within our culture and within our society. Um, it's how we're raised. It's how um, some of the some of the pervasive things that are within those those elements that show up. Right, the, the, the roadblocks of, yeah, that's uh, somebody, yeah, that's a good point, themselves, yeah. Getting caught, getting caught up in the past or uh, bad memories or circumstances, just like, like we were talking about again, just living, um, living in, living in, take, okay, basically, uh, you know, taking root and building a house in those bad mem memories and bad moments and staying there, um, which, you know, uh, is a beautiful thing when the sisters come up and uh, what you guys are doing is you're creating these really memorable moments of just pure joy and love. So um, for somebody that's living in those bad places, when you, when you guys pass by for a second, they're not living in those places. You know what I mean? It's, no, seriously. I mean, it's that whole, you know, what's this flashy thing over here? You know, you stop looking over here. I mean, straight, I mean, obviously there's more depth to what you're doing, but I'm saying the idea of um, taking somebody out of their, whatever, whatever they're doing. You know, and then going, whoa, what's going on here? It's a beautiful, it's a freaking beautiful thing, you know. Um, and the then, you know, I know you happened. have to do that. The past has already happened. The future has yet to happen. The only time you have is in the present. Right. That's so true. And when and when you guys show up, it, it, you're being ever present. That's for sure. Mm -hmm. And that's what that's why the connection happens because you guys are vulnerable and you're out there. 
and uh, and then people people just people want that they freaking want it they want it all day long and when that's why when they get in the ore it just happens and it's so beautiful it's such a beautiful thing it's uh again you know um creating that you all creating that with the love you guys give is just um an amazing thing that we could never have enough of in the world um so our, our final question is um if you could suggest you know to some pe the people listening just um just some different ways small ways they can incorporate gratitude into their daily lives things you may do or things you think that assist you in being you know having that trigger to go back to that state are there any uh any suggestions <laughs> um i usually recommend to to write down on a like a three by five card what are the what are you grateful for what's going well like what's going well in your life and carry it with you and then that way when you seem like you're falling into that that place of like doom and gloom looking at that and and even just recognizing like shifting the it's it's shifting the lens you know taking taking off the rose colored glasses or you know changing the filter or um and that's really what it's about and it's it's not it's not something that happens instantly it takes practice and it takes it it is a practice period it is a practice I have been doing this, I've been doing spiritual work and, you know, my ministry within the sisters for, um, been doing spiritual work for a number of years and then the ministry within the sisters for a few years. And it is always a practice. Like I learn something new every time and it's coming back to that base practice of, of stepping back from the details and looking at the, the, the tapestry of my life and seeing what's going well. It's a practice and I still, there are days where I'm, you know, trapped on a rock and, and I can't break loose and I have people who help me break loose. So being right. able, you know, having those confidence to talk, confidants to talk to and um, help me break, break the chains. This is an open call to anyone that has a gratitude story or practice that they'd like to share. Just email me at the address hello at gratitudespace.com. That link will be in the show notes. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and rate us. You can look at this as a way of showing me a little gratitude. Just a friendly suggestion. Thank you for tuning in to Gratitude Space Radio and we're out.